Welcome to Creatively Christian, a podcast by Theophany Media, where we inspire, inform, educate, and empower creative Christians of all types. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Hollingsworth. We have a special extra episode today. I got the chance to sit down with Ivan Anaya and Sophia Flores of Mercy Way Studios. We talk about using creative media to point people to faith. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Creatively Christian. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Hollingsworth, and I am here. I'm super excited to be here, actually, with two of my really good friends and brothers and sisters in Christ from Mercy Ways Studio out of El Salvador. Everybody give it up for Ivan. Uh, Help me pronounce your last name, Ivan. I just messed it up. (laughs) What was it, Ivan? It's actually Anaya. Anaya, Ivan Anaya. I just said it right, like right before the show started. I said it right. So Ivan Anaya and yeah. Sophie Flores. Yeah. Good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so welcome. Welcome to Creatively Christian Gang. Hi. Thank you for having us. And let's do a great show. All right. We will. We'll definitely do a great job. So uh, on Creatively Christian, uh, the podcast is all about inspiring uh, Christian creatives out there in the world. So we like to um, find those Christian creatives and highlight what they're doing in the world. But then also we will try and have a message to tell other Christian creatives not to hide their talents that God has given them under a bushel, but to, to, to use those gifts and talents to glorify their great king. And so you guys are wonderful examples of doing just that. And I'm so happy to have you on the podcast today. Just for the listening and watching audience, there is a little bit of a disclaimer here. Um, uh, before this podcast, I actually know uh, Ivan and Sophie fairly well because uh, I have a business called Brandy Pixel Productions. It's a Christian animation and production studio. And we have actually partnered with the company that uh, Ivan and Sophie are a part of, Mercy Way Studios. To, uh, to bring forth a uh, comic series uh, called Chronicles of Faith, David. Is that right, guys? Yep. All right, so I'm going to enter into our first section of uh, Inspire. First of all, tell us a little bit about what inspired you guys to start Mercy Ways Studios. I don't think we've heard that story yet. Well, actually, Mercy Ways is just, uh, to be really honest, it's had another name at the start. It called mystery ways. Oh, okay. Uh, and but the idea of creating a company it was just how many forms the, the the mercy of God can take. Like how many ways you can share that God have mercy of us. So the entire idea of mercy ways, the name it was let's show the people in our traditional way how the mercy of God can reach them. And the name came from that mercy ways, and. Mercy Ways Comics is just the idea of comics be one of that ways. So it's, it, it was like a personal experience for us that we know that God had mercy on us, but we want to share it and we want to find new ways to share the mercy of God and the name come from that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. One of the things, Ivan, that you said in a meeting that we had in the past that has stuck with me is uh, you guys want to show the cross through the comic panel. Right. And I, yeah. I just I love that turn of phrase. I think that's a really, really cool turn of phrase. So talk to us a little bit about the types of things that Mercy Ways does and has done in the past and um, is uh, is looking to do in the future. 
Well, mainly um, it started with comics because Ivan is a professional comic artist, but then he wanted a team. So we, um, we started Mercy Ways Studios um, together, no, not together, but we continued the studio last year. No, in 2018. And yeah, 2020 is just like a race. <laughs> Sorry. For I remember everyone. that, yes. yes everyone. For everyone. Yeah, two years ago. <laughs> and um, some of the artists that, well, some of us aren't um, comic illustrators. So now we um, are approaching other formats like short films, um, even lettering and, and other things that Mercy Ways didn't have before. Awesome. The, awesome. the idea of Mercy Ways is started actually to do stories mm -hmm. and the format is just, it, it doesn't have to be comic. I love comic and the only thing that I can do is comics, but <laughs> we want to share stories, stories that tell about the gospel. So before this, we worked with Bible Society of El Salvador and we create a comic called Fear Not. And the logo of Mercy Ways was first published in that comic, it just okay. and the comic was uh, twelve issues run. Uh, is is for younger audience since it was translated in, in English and France, and and it was in in English and France, and actually in Spanish. Oh wow, that's awesome! I would uh, I would I'm gonna have to go get those comics. I'm gonna have to check those out. So that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about. Uh, the inspiration for the story that we're, we're focusing on today, uh, the Chronicles of Faith, David. Tell us wh what inspired you guys to say, this is a story, it's been done before, but we want to tackle it maybe in our own way. So what inspired that? The idea of, you know what, I, I love comics. And when we with the team, we always speak like, you know what, kids just like have Spider-Man, like of birthday i just have a pj of spider-man i just have mm -hmm. a poster you yeah. know what we all want heroes we all want like role model but why don't you have a why nobody have a i want to have david party yeah. like uh, yeah. my birthday is gonna be david and my i don't know if you in the stages just but here in the Salvador, the kids just have like piñatas mm -hmm. like piñatas is like the theme of the birthday why don't you have a Goliath and your David hitting Goliath with that? It's just a great idea. <laughs> That's a great. So, idea. <laughs> so why that doesn't happen? Well, mm -hmm. there's no heroes of faith that you can role model. So thinking about that, we just thinking of why we don't do that. We do that. Why don't we actually bring one of that heroes into life? Mm -hmm. So talking and talking about that, it's David was the first choice. You just, everyone knows the story that you like one way or another, but how you can make that story fresh. That right. was the big challenge for us. And, and that's, it, we spent like, I don't know, something like one year talking about this. We just making the story. No, maybe six months. Six months, like, you know what? We should do this. We should do this. And this is going to help us. And actually, we did this. And, but this was not the, the focus project that we were working on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We were working in another project that was called Two Kingdoms that if God allows us, we're gonna finish it because we love that story. Mm -hmm. And we take 
two kingdoms to one book exposition and Latin books in Miami. Right. And nobody liked it. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it, it just, oh, it's kind of cool. What else do you have? And right. we have this sample of David. Oh, this is awesome. Mm. And we just say, oh, you know what? Maybe David is just well, good way to approach it. So, and we see the reception of David and mm. was really overwhelming because everyone wanted to just call us when it's finished. Call us when it's finished. <laughs> so let's finish it. Awesome. Also, awesome. I think um, the fact that the story is uh, was created thinking about a father telling his son something that happened in his life is something that um, a lot of parents can empathize with. Mm. And I think that is part of the new concept or the refreshness of the story. Yeah, I, I agree 100%, Sophie. I know for, from the perspective of Brandy Pixel, that was what we would, what we would call the hook in the United States, right? That was the thing where when you're reading it, you're kind of like, okay, I know what this is. This is the story of David, right? I know where we're going. But then that moment in the early pages of the comic where you realize, oh, wait, this is actually something different. This is a, this is a father telling a story to a son. And I don't want to give too much away. Um, that, that take on it really is a whole new perspective to the story and one that really excited us as a company enough to jump in with you guys. Um, but, but also there's a freshness to the visual style as well. So tell us a little bit about what drove uh, the visual inspiration uh, for the look of Chronicles of Faith. Well, uh, well, actually, one of the things that we want to do is just make a messy David. Okay. You <laughs> see the hair is not straight. It's just a messy hair. And if you really look closely, the shirt that he's wearing is just a, is sweating. It just, it, it belongs to a big brother of him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he said, it's just a messy David. We want to do like a David that is, is not clean. It's not like the David that we picture like waiting white. Mm -hmm. No, it's, everything is old. Everything is, is yeah. like, fix it for make him fit. Mm -hmm. So we want to make that David. And actually one of the things that we want to do is make the shark really humans. Like they're not perfect because the Bible, it doesn't show him as a perfect character. It's not a moral example. It's a faith example. Right. It's just, it's, David is, is known by because he trusts God. He made huge mistakes, like mm -hmm. enormous mistakes. But that reason is not perfect. The only one who does make mistakes in the Bible is Jesus. But we want to share that. We, we want to get away from that idea that David is perfect. And we want to make a human, but also trustful David in that idea. And the visual is, it, actually, we start to play with colors. And, and if you notice, the color of mercy was, is that special cyan, cyan I think. Right, right. So we want to put that in David. But mm -hmm. we also want to him to have clothes changing. Right. Because, yeah, and I remember when I was a, ch a child, I see the character dress the same clothes every <laughs> program. It's just like, they don't have any clothes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we want to, to do that. It's just make him with the changes. And, and everything is just like making him the underdog 
that the Bible put him on. Yeah, I think that was so smart from a design aspect, you know, with, you know, you, you look at the David, you know, even on cover and his clothes were stitched, you know, he's got where obviously repairs have been made to his clothes and he's not a clean cut, perfect character. And, and I think that does, it underscores the, the primary message, not only of your comic, but also scripture. And that, just like you said, Ivan, is that David's not a moral example that we're supposed to follow. He was not a good moral example, but he's a great faith example. And that's why God called him a man after his own heart, you know, and that's why he's in the, the, you know, the Hebrews, right. In the, in the hall of heroes and things like that. So uh, I think that's just really, really cool. So I know a little bit about um, just a, just a tiny bit based on our conversations about some of the original inspirations that you guys use for David to make him more uh, relatable or to make him seem a little bit more real. So can you guys talk a little bit about how that process worked of that learning about who David was going to be based on other inspirations of other, other characters? Well, we had kind of like a brainstorming uh, session with the whole team. And um, we had this uh, job or homework to find out um, how we picture David so Ivan could make uh, the, the Merciways version of David. Um, and it came out with different versions. Mine was, um, I don't know if you have seen Shrek for the, no, the third, I guess. And um, one of the nephews of the king was Arthur. And that was the guy I picture as David because he's, I don't know, like no one thought he could be a king and he was bullied and a lot of things happened in his life and also in a physical way. And then there was this other version of, uh, I don't know the name of this character in the movie of um, Back to the Future. Marty McFly. Oh, sorry. I, um, well, that was uh, another of the names that came out in that session. Um, so yeah, it was kind of like a, a puzzle that we put together so we could picture all of the characters, not only David, but that was um, the first one we, we started searching. And also Ivan did a lot of research on different scriptures and different books about um, how David behaved in a context that is um, non-conventional for a king. Mm -hmm. So if you want to talk about that. Actually, one of the things that we were thinking like, we want the Bible David. We just don't want to change that. But what else we can find about David? So David was a real person. So we find like in Josephus and the, the Talmud, there's stories about David. And when you do that, you find like David was the unceremonial king. He hated that stuff. Actually, he never wear like, the only, the only reason that he wear like the kingship clothes is when he was praising God. And after that, he just take off his clothes. He sit in the floor. And when he's teaching the Torah, like, it just sounds like priesty stuff. Like, you have to be stand up and read. No, he's sit on the floor. He teach the kids. That I, I really, really, that's when the idea of teaching of Solomon comes. He sit with the kid and teach him. And I see so many faces of Jesus in him. Like, I see, like, I, I see Jesus doing that. He just no ceremonial, it, be normal with the people. And actually, 
in the Bible, David is a Jesus type figure. Mm -hmm. And when we created, we were creating, it's just like, when you do do backwards, let's bring some ideas that we know that Jesus had and bring it to David because at the same time, it's going to point him back. Right. So we, we, we try to do that stuff. Even if, the, if we, I don't want to like tell too much, but the story that we launch in this February or in, in February is not, we call it issue zero because it's not a Bible story. It's a retail of one story that Jesus told in, in one of the gospels. Mm. And we just add that story. And you know what? Let's show the character of David in one of these stories. So we're just pointing all the stuff. You just, we bring it Bible stuff. We, we do a lot of research and, and we're trying to do that. And that, I think that is brilliant. I mean, you know, as a, as a writer and as a character designer myself, I have to tip my hat to the whole Mercy Ways team because that approach is so inspired for lack of a better term. I mean, it's like you guys were really inspired about how to develop this character, both visually and emotionally and, and looking for a spiritual arch archetype as well. That is just so smart because all those things are going to come across and they do come across because unlike our listeners, I've had the privilege and the blessing of being able to read, um, you know, issue zero and it, it does, it comes across already in the character of David and it makes you really want to understand him more. And it really makes you want to follow him wherever he's going. You know, like I'm, I'm hooked with this guy and, and you're spot on. I mean, you know, Christ was unceremonial, right? He didn't walk around in, in fancy robes and speak the way the Pharisees and the Sadducees spoke. He was just, he hung out with the regular people. And so I think using him as an archetype, a, a spiritual and a character archetype to reflect back to David. I know oftentimes, you know, when we're in church, it's the opposite. You know, we're looking at David reflecting towards, uh, projecting towards Jesus, but you guys are doing it, flipping the script. And I think that was just absolutely brilliant. So, and I think, and anything that you already know that Jesus did, is going to point back to Jesus. It's yeah. just, we're not, we're trying to point him back from the original source, but we wanted to show that. It's just, mm -hmm. And the idea of showing that is because we want to, at the end of the entire faith verse that maybe can create it. And we're gonna, we want to tell the story of Jesus. And one of the things that we were talking, uh, the Bible is have the sign pattern. Like you mm -hmm. can follow that pattern. We're speaking about something here. So with Sophie, actually, we were talking a lot of visual pattern like reusing uh, shots, reusing uh, ideas of, we're gonna put this seed here, they're gonna maybe grow in two chapters and mm -hmm. one chapter. A lot of visual stuff that we are making, we're trying to put it that, it's just using the same language that the Bible had, like the sign pattern, follow this trade is gonna follow. And we're trying to do that with, with with this is one particular page that David is facing the enemy of this page. And this chapter is going to pay off later, like a big time. That's we already cool. have that planet. So if you see that shot, that shot's going to bring you back to that. And the conclusion is going to be really important because the conclusion is 
is what gonna lead David to face that payoff later. That, that's really cool. I mean, that's one of the things that people like, you know, for instance, about like the Marvel movies, right? Where we see something that, you know, well, I mean, like for instance, the, you know, with, with the Avengers Infinity War, that movie's all about payoffs for Captain America, his character, you know, we have stuff that it, the seed of this thing is planted in the first Captain America movie and it pays off in the last Avengers movie. That is what gets people excited about a story. So we're kind of, we're kind of merging from inspiration into inform <laughs> and educate, which is perfect for the show. So tell us a little bit about, I mean, how do you do that? Right. Pretend, pretend I don't know anything about storytelling or pretend our <laughs> listeners or our watchers don't know anything about storytelling and how, as a group of storytellers, do you do that? How do you say, we're going to plant this story seed here and you're going to see it, you know, kind of grow and emerge, but it's not going to pay off until this later issue in this one panel. How do you do that as a team? I, I think I'm going to speak for Sophie about here, but it's just a lot of planning. Okay. It's that we, there was fun. We spent like in one meeting, three hours. That was the longest meeting that we ever had. And I, it was everyone speaking and showing, this is going to connect with this. It's the, the story we want to tell is this, but we want to add this. It's, it was planning like a lot of stuff. It's just uh, trying to understand the big scope first, what we want to tell and how we want to tell them. And the team was essential for this because like Sophie said before, they are not like completely storytellers or comic, but they have so different view of what we want to do to actually make this story really rich. And Sophie loves Sherlock's and she knows that. And one of the things that we want to do is make David an intelligent character, believable and human. And that is the things that we want to do is just, okay, let's just think and plan how this human can actually be so loving as Sherlock. And I think a planning is the, the right word for that answer. Well, so, so now the next natural question that I have is why, right? I mean, I know why, because I'm a storyteller, but why would you want to sit in a meeting with a bunch of other people and talk about comics for three hours? So what, <laughs> what inform our audience as to what drives that kind of decision-making process and that really you got to have some passion to do that. So what's driving that? I think it's part of not only having one view perspective of a character. Um, we wanted to include everyone. So I think that's why we decided to brainstorm. And also um, part of the team is very cold. I don't know if that is a word in English, um, cold, or they have a lot of uh, knowledge in different uh, topics that probably not all of us have so okay. it's kind of like a complementary work so um, that was part of the richness um, I think we wanted to include into the character not only uh, David that was in in the bible but how we saw that and that refreshness that we wanted to bring into that and also everyone is just have the like the homework to read the entire story of David, like in Chronicles, like in Samuel. And we fill ourselves with that David. We don't want it to forget about that David. We, we want to fill with them 
in how to make it more likable. I don't know if that's the word. Make it more human. In a real context. Yeah, I think I think the making it the more human is definitely the the what the result has occurred, right? I think that's the that's what you guys have achieved for sure. And that is, I mean, it's a it's a huge, huge undertaking for a team to take a topic and a subject that is so that is so critical to our faith as Christians and to want to breathe life into it and want to want to breathe that richness, like Sophie said, into it. And again, my hat's off with you guys. I mean, it's just, you guys have done a, a killer job and I can't wait for the world to see this book and, uh, and see the, the payoff. They get to enjoy the payoff of all your labor. Um, but talk a little bit about, in terms of, you know, the education portion, portion of the program, um, you were mentioning a lot of studying and a lot of homework, Ivan. So, so how do you motivate a team to do homework, right? You know, um, how do you, how do you motivate a team to, to flip through the Talmud, right? And, uh, and, and glean it for character uh, notes. Well, actually what I think I don't need to motivate the team. Your team was motivated already okay. because when we started this, this idea, we have like one goal. And the goal is not, know all, not only know the David story, but to know why David crossed God. And that's the thing that we want to share. So the most we know David, the most we know why David trusts God. So I think the, the team was motivated enough. And actually, I just tried to give them, you know what? This is the story you need to read. There's a lot of stuff that we're going to use later, so don't read it yet. Uh, <laughs> so I think the, the team was motivated. And I think that's that the praying stuff, like we were praying every week, like a team, praying that God can help us and and ask for guidance. I, I The only thing that I can say that is to keep us inspired is maybe the Holy Spirit because, because we were – on and on and on and, and everyone has issues in classes and just day lifetime job all that kind of stuff but at the end it's just motivators yeah and, and again i think i think that passion and that motivation and really the the presence of the holy spirit i think it does come through the page uh you know when you read it you you definitely feel it and uh uh, I just, I, again, my hat's off to you guys. I'm just, I'm so, I'm so overwhelmed by the, what you guys have done. So uh, in terms of um, like the, the process, right? So educate us a little bit about the process of, hey, you know, uh, this started uh, two years ago and the first thing we did was X, Y, or Z. And then we moved into this phase of the project to, if I've never done a comic before and if I've never done a comic based on scripture, and if you had to give me the, the big steps, what would those big steps be? Uh, I don't know. I think it's one of the first things that we do is what we want to tell. I always remember something that I read about Stan Lee. I, I think I have that book in somewhere, but he had this big book like Marvel Tryouts, and they had a letter from Stan Lee. And the only thing that I, that I guess Stanley put is, what do you want to tell? So that was stuck in my mind for, I don't know, I was 16 mm -hmm. and it's stuck in my mind until today. So the first things that we want to say is what we want to tell. 
and that, and what do you need to tell that story? So find a purpose. Yeah, just find a purpose. And I think that's one of the first things that we do. Okay, so you find the purpose for your story, and then what's the what's the next step? Is that when you start all this brainstorming and research, or do you do your research and then brainstorming? What's the what's the kind of the, the process? The first thing that we do is read, read Samuel. Okay. Everyone it was reading at the same time. And we have like a reading plan that mm -hmm. we made you day one, you're gonna read this, day two, you're gonna read this. And we were mixing psalms because the psalm is just I know the heart of David is on the song. Mm -hmm. It's just one day, the Lord, if amazing, and the other day, please, the Lord, don't forgive me. And we were mixing all that stuff together. So after that, the second part it was that it just reading the, the first, the, 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 the next step was read Psalms and read and read the, the, the Samuel and Chronicles story. And we, we learned a lot about that story. Because I don't know if you noticed, but uh, the idea of Chronicles, and I, I think I never told you that, but why this is calling Chronicles is have a lot of background. Okay. Chronicles, the book of Chronicles in the Bible was written like after the second exile, after uh, it was right after actually Nehemiah and after Ezra. Mm -hmm. And they have one exact reason to write that book is to let know the new generation from the new Jerusalem from the new Israel what God done in the kinship's idea mm -hmm. so the idea of chronicles is to inspire a new generation of Israelites to know God and that idea is just blows of our mind away like you know what let's call chronicles whatever we're gonna do let's gonna call chronicles <laughs> And because that's what we want to do, bring new generation to the faith. Yeah, and, and that is kind of the call of call of action, right? Of, of Chronicles yeah. of Faith is, is it's a call back and to understand and know God and then to do what? You, you like to say, maybe write your what? Inspired to have faith. The, the idea is to inspire people to trust God because God is trustful, trustful. Worthy, I think. Mm -hmm. Yes, trust yeah, the, yeah. the word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, then and to then start your own journey of Chronicles of Faith. There you go. That's what I was looking for. To write <laughs> your own Chronicles of Faith. That's great, Sophie. <laughs> Way to bring it in there. And that really kind of leads us right into the empowerment element of this. So, so tell us a little bit about what your what your prayer is uh, for this book or this series of books, right? It's, it's not just, I mean, while we all have to eat and we'd love to make some money and sell some, sell some <laughs> comics, that's, uh, that's not the goal, right? So what is the, what is the goal for, for, uh, for this book or this series? Well, mainly our first goal, um, is to keep the same concept to impact the new generations to recall what God had done in the past. But at the same time, um, part of my prayers is that this could be a tool for parents to teach their children about God. Um, probably that is a hard task and a lot of parents can leave that to church or the teachers or whatever, but I think it's um, uh, something important that they should do. Um, and that is, that's what we hope this comic can help them to. Yeah, that, that's awesome, Sophie. And for me personally, I mean, 
Um, the listeners might not know, but my wife and I, we felt convicted early on in our children's lives that the Bible clearly tells parents that it's their job to educate their children. And so uh, we began to homeschool for that very fact. And we homeschooled our four youngest uh, all the way through school. Uh, well, we got one still in high school. So praise the Lord, he'll make it out. So if he does, then we've done all four. Um, but uh, but it, it is, it's critical to, and I think that God raises up people going back to why Chronicles was written. You know, I think God raises certain people up in each generation to, to tell these stories and to breathe fresh life into them and to, and to be a clarion call out to God's people that, no, this is your job. We can't just farm it out to a teacher or to your church. They're, they're there to help you as a parent, but it's your job to do it. And I think, I do think this is going to be an amazing tool. I think kids are going to get it. They're going to read it. They're going to ask questions and it's almost going to be a forcing function. You know, parents are going to have to learn the scriptures if they don't know them already. So that's yeah, a good thing. I think, I think the idea is just like, I think it's for both, it's for parents, for the parents, it's for the kids, because the kids can have a faith role model like mm. David and the, the parents can have a tool you're actually sharing time with your kids, but also sharing faith. Like we all think like that, sharing faith, sharing a story that help you because we have like four verses, Bible verses that help us to create like the idea. One is Romans 10, 17. They said the faith came for hearing the word. So how are you going to hear it? That's our job. Mm-hmm. And the other one was Deuteronomy 6, 7. That I said, you know what? This is story you're going to tell to your children. And you're going to tell it when you, they get out, when they get in. And we were thinking and rolling and just, I don't know, it's just showing that idea in our minds. Like, how are we going to help the dude with that? Yeah. And also, yeah. Sorry. Also, we expect to have um, other targets, not only those. Um, what if, because of the fact that the comic has a good quality, it can't involve people that like design or art or just for curiosity they want to look more about this comic and what if they get to know god because of this comic so it has um another purposes that we hope and we know that god is going to fulfill um with this tool yeah absolutely sophie and i think visually the book is stunning and i think we're we're already seeing such a positive response just from the visual quality and what the hard work and time and hours and hours that I know you guys have put in. Um, and I do think that it's going to, it's not just going to be a product for a Christian family. I think it's going to be something that uh, anybody who loves comics, who loves graphic design, who loves beautiful art, uh, who loves incredible lettering, who loves typesetting, they're going to see this book and go, I want to read that book just because it's, it's, it's blowing, blowing me away visually. And I think, yeah, the prayer is absolutely, you know, God, God's word does not return void. And so they're getting scripture in these books. So uh, may his kingdom be increased, you know, as a result. Yeah. So, well, uh, tell us a little bit, if you would, uh, guys, about um, kind of what the, what the plans are with the book. Uh, you know, let us know what the book is called. When's it coming out? When can people get their hands on it? We are uh, recording this in early February and it, it'll come out in a couple of weeks. So um, kind of tell us what the plan is for, for the book. Well, our idea is just, uh, we're going to start in February 24th and we're gonna launch issue zero, Chronicles of David 
The Shepherd. Because the subtitles are really important in this story. So uh, we're going to sell like uh, the idea of knowing the shepherd side of David. And you can find two languages of this, of this comic if you love Spanish. And if you know my English is really weird because I mostly speak Spanish. <laughs> so we, we're working simultaneously. And simultaneously, I guess it's the word. She said. Yep, you got it right. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I uh, couldn't have said it in Spanish. I, agree, I assure you. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're working the English version and the Spanish version at the same time because we want to launch it and have that tool in that D2 language. And if God allows us, have many, many more languages. So the same day, you will find the Spanish version and you will find the English version in two different stores. That is the catch. You can find the Spanish version in mercyways.com and you can find the English version in brainypixel.com. If I say that right? Yeah, you said it right, as far as I know. That's, okay. That's what I, that's what I, that's what I got in my email, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so February uh, 24th is when it comes yeah. out, is that right? It comes out in February 24th and Maybe later we can have it in the other platform like Comixology or Ericom Online Store. And for now, it's going to be a digital forum where we are hoping, praying, and trying to make a physical, uh, a physical farm. There's going to be in the plan like planning and just stuff and all the stuff we're speaking. There are going to be three volumes of this. And the first volume is going to be From Shepherd to Hero to understand how David became the Israelite hero, because that's awesome. In Israel, David is their Spider-Man. Right. He's, he's, he's his hero. And so we want to tell how David get there. Awesome. So the second uh, volume is going to be like the, the warrior idea, the king idea. We're going to be working on that. And also the men idea, how David understand that he was just a man. Awesome. Awesome. And totally, totally phenomenal. I, I encourage everyone who's watching or listening to be sure and uh, be waiting at mercyways.com and brainypixel.com on the 24th. Um, until then, there's a lot of stuff that's uh, hitting social media. Um, uh, lots of cool things like a contest is going on, some alternate covers and posters that are being published, a lot of behind the scenes stuff as well. Uh, please go support these brothers and sisters because they have, they have labored in the fields and uh, soon harvest will come. And so uh, the product is just phenomenal. And even if I wasn't involved with it, I would still say the exact same thing. So this is not, this is not a plug. This is the truth. So Yeah, actually, before you get involved, you always be really supportive. So thank you. Yeah. And again, you, you, the stuff that you guys were putting out before we got involved, it was just, it was blowing me away. So I'm so blessed to be a part of it. And I'm really blessed to have gotten to know you and Sophie and Ernesto and um, you guys have blessed us. And uh, we pray that this will be like you guys said, the beginning of a long and beautiful relationship. So. Amen. All right. Well, any, uh, any final words before I uh, close this in prayer gang? Um, you can check our social media if you want to know more about the process of our comic. Um, our Instagram is Mercyways. That's uh, Studios. Yeah, Mercyways. That's Studios. And uh, the same username for Facebook. All right. And awesome. Twitter. 
and Twitter. We don't course. have TikTok yet, but we learn. <laughs> we learn. We learn. <laughs> I, I'm staying away from TikTok. That's way too scary. So. Yeah, I, I don't get it, man. You know you're all when you don't get it. You say, I don't know what I'm doing. That's me. That's me. And we'll definitely, we'll post all those links in the show notes so that if anybody wants to go uh, to any of those websites and support you guys, give them a friend, a follow, a like, a love, a heart, whatever you give on all those sites, go support Mercy Way Studios because they are awesome. And not just this product, but everything I've ever seen that they've ever touched. And I've seen two or three other products. They all are top notch and absolutely stunning. So they are a studio well worth supporting. And we were so blessed to have them on the podcast today. So, um, and also if you yeah. want to know and actually see, we, we were talking about this coming, but you want to preview, you can ask for a preview in our, in our social media or, or, or be, or stay tuned because we were going to give you a, a, a preview if you're going to subscribe to our mailing list. We're gonna make you do one preview. So I think everyone is it's really excited as are we do. Awesome, awesome. So be looking out for that. Preview is coming in social media. So be sure and follow and friend everybody. All right. Well, I'm gonna close this with prayer, gang, and I'm gonna let you get back to work or maybe take the afternoon off or whatever you have planned for today. So uh, <laughs> join me, join with me as I pray as we close out. Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for this day that you've made. I thank you for this technology, which allows us to talk across thousands of miles and uh, oceans. It's just amazing to be able to talk to my brothers and sisters that, that one day I'll get to hang out with in eternity with, and that, that's going to be super cool as well. Father, I thank you for this message that you've laid on their heart, this uh, desire to tell this story again, to refresh the chronicles and inspire people to faith and to to look to David, not as a moral example, Father, but a faith example. And uh, I praise you, Father, for their gifts and for the way that you uniquely crafted each one of the Mercy Ways team and how they work together and how they, um, how they step up to the call to, to read your word and to pray and to follow the guiding of the Holy Spirit and to dig deep and to work hard in three-hour meetings for months at a time to come up with amazing things and it's all for your glory. So, Father, we just uh, praise you right now for, for all that has been done, and we look expectantly, Father, to what you're going to do with um, all of that labor and all that time and all that effort. We know, Father, from your word that you reward obedience, and my brothers and sisters at Mercy Ways, they have been nothing if not obedient. And so, Father, we just um, thank you so much for the opportunity again, and I pray for all those listening. I pray that they're safe. And I pray for my brothers and sisters in El Salvador. I uh, pray your blessings upon them and their family. Uh, keep them safe, Father. Um, and uh, we'll talk to them again real soon. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, Ivan and Sophie, it was so great talking to you guys again. I always love uh, hanging out with you guys. You make me laugh every single time we get on a Zoom. So it's, 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 uh, it's so worth it. And um, I'll be talking to you again soon. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having us. Thank you. See you guys later. This is Brandon from uh, Creatively Christian saying bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening today. To see our show notes where we put resources mentioned in this episode, head on over to theophanymedia.com forward slash mercyways. Creatively Christian is a product of Theophany Media. You can find out more at theophanymedia.com.
This show is hosted by Brandon Hollingsworth, Andrea Sandifer, Bill Brooks, and Lynn Baber. Our logo is by Bill Brooks. Our music is by Bill Brooks and Andrea Sandifer. To join our paid membership, the Creatively Christian Club, which includes exclusive content, networking events, and masterminds with expert creatives, just go to club.theophanymedia.com. Have a blessed day, and keep on creating for our Lord.